the Primetime Pod. Today is Friday, August 18th, 2023, and the moment everybody's been waiting for is here. Uh, beta access for Parallel is live. Uh, on July 31st, uh, those of you that were on Echelon's Ardent Prime list were the first to gain access to Parallel TCG beta. Uh, from this point on, Parallel TCG shouldn't go offline as more people will be added in waves all the way up until the full game launch. Uh, Goldie, I know you've been grinding in the ranked and in the rookie queue, but isn't it fun to just see other people in the game playing? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. And I'm not even on the team, so I can't imagine how much good it must feel for the people that are actually building it. So yeah, it's been it's been so much fun. So many people are clearly enjoying the game and the cards. Um, my Twitter account is just blowing up with content and people streaming and talking about the game and what they love about it so much. So yeah, it's been an unreal release so far from what I've seen. How is your XP climb going? Where are you at currently? <laughs> You're going right into it, man. Let's see. Well, I think when I first landed on the leaderboard, I was 69th. I was really proud about that spot. Um, and then it went straight down from there. So I think <laughs> I, I, I dropped out of the top 100 had a rough day that first weekend, lost like six in a row, and then slowly been grinding my way back up. But I'm sitting gold right now. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's um, it's amazing to see how some people can dive in and learn this game so fast, whether they have previous experience or not. And then others like myself, I've been playing this game for a long time already and still just learning every single day. Every single match is a learning experience. But um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun for sure. That's awesome. Well, hey, Goldie is gold right now, so all is right in the world. Right. Next up on the list, uh, the Mac build is in development. So a lot of folks have been asking about, uh, you know, when Mac and a teaser released online. It seems like it is in development uh, and maybe in the future, uh, folks that have Macs won't have to worry about using a VM or there's a solution on the way. Yeah, good to know, but go get a PC. <laughs> <laughs> quit, quit LARPing. Get a PC, guys. Uh, <laughs> we've had, a, we've had. A, actually, it's pretty funny. We had a bunch of people buy laptops just for closed alpha, and we saw a stream of people go buy laptops just for beta. And I love to see that. But yeah, it's good to know Mac uh, Mac solutions coming. Good to know. Yeah, there should be like a parallel ref link to Microsoft or Dell, right? <laughs> Sending them go. some business. And, and, you know, we can see that uh, a lot of people have, have gotten PCs and are enjoying playing the game because uh, Kalos tweeted on uh, the 6th that over 20,000 games had already been played. So uh, everybody is grinding, it seems like. Rookie Q, unmatched or unranked, ranked. Yeah, just the fact that there's multiple modes already, um, I think is super cool. And grinding that rookie Q is, uh, like you said, it takes some time, but it's also a lot of fun and there's a lot of completionists out there. So getting all those apparition packs um, for finishing the rookie queue is really fun. So yeah, it's, it took a little bit of time, but it's, it, it's funny. I hardly ever played Augencore um, going into closed, closed beta. And then mm-hmm. going through rookie queue, I realized how much I really enjoy playing Augencore with all the sexy upgrades. So yeah, I think uh, on the surface, it's like, oh, that's a lot of games. But then you actually truly enjoy going through each parallel and learning about them by playing those five games or getting those five wins. So it's really good, good experience overall, for sure. Yeah, and it makes you better when you go in and compete against others because you actually understand what the cards are doing and how the functions um, stack or, or just work right out of the box. 
for for those of you if you're struggling though um and you want to watch some of the better players play uh the parallel tcg game category was added to twitch so jump into twitch search for parallel and um find the you know the op deck or the op combinations that everybody's using uh there are a lot there's already a lot of content um shout out to milo and everybody else that that has kind of put forth the the creator um uh the creator program as it's gotten a lot of people active in recording gameplay early on yeah between those streams quinto has been streaming some of his decks um game seller's been streaming as well i think it's all really great and yeah it's blown up on twitch um with the category being added so fast so that was clutch for sure and it just seems like every day there's more and more guys streaming streaming the game so love to see it yeah and and hopefully we see that growth go exponentially here um pretty soon the the T, the parallel tcg player pack in concert with Coinbase's build on base on chain summer, they released the player packs on the 11th. Um, and when you purchase a pack, you not only get 40 cards for a playable deck, but also you receive a bonus card back, uh, part of the heroes of, of plant of parallel and most importantly, beta access. So, uh, one of those growth opportunities for parallel and for the player base uh, that we really hope to see many, many more folks join us in the queue. Yeah, it seemed very seamless for people to, you know, purchase these starter packs, um, transfer the ETH over, it cost pennies to mint. Cards were instantly popping up in people's OpenSea accounts and in the client, and then you got that beta access right away. So really smooth onboarding process, which is like obviously so important to the growth of the game. Um, and getting more players in these in these different queues and these different game modes. So really smooth drop. And um, yeah, it was really cool just to kind of watch that all unfold and see so many new people just asking questions about the game and the cards and the rarities and everything else. So that was, uh, that was a fun day. Discord was busy. It was popping. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Even I was uh, even I was helping out with some of the uh, answering some questions. So it's when you know it's busy when Goldie's actually helping out in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Another teaser from Kalos. There's a big patch coming, so lots of uh, lots of lots of folks have already commented on just how high quality the beta is, uh, and the team isn't going to slow down. They're going to continue to push up updates, improvements to the UX UI, and I'm sure some of you folks out there will will um, you know the meta is going to change. Cards or card functions will change. The meta will change. Uh, what is what is you know a dominating deck one day might not be the next. So just keep your eyes peeled for that. Yeah, I gotta love the Callus teasers, and uh, he's been unleashed a little bit on Twitter, so it's been awesome. Yep, yeah. It's gotta watch every day. You can't take your eyes off the timeline sometimes because there's just so much stuff coming out every single day. Yeah, it's been it's been hot and heavy, and I imagine it's just gonna continue to snowball. For those of you that are looking for even more to read, the priming issue. Th- three was teased uh Marcolians are going to feature big in this installment so be on the lookout for the next priming issue drop soon tm i'm 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 a huge fan of all the comics the first two have been great seeing the covers is great um yeah this one's going to be exciting a lot of Marcolian fans out there vicious uh the first cover we saw looked vicious um excited to read it add to the collection I think we also saw a teaser of uh, actual printed comics, which those looked absolute fire as well. 
So excited to see the uh, physical versions of the comics as well. Yeah, really love love to get my hands on those too. Just the uh, having something in hand and, and being able to move it around, flip the pages. That'll be awesome one day. Uh, and in other news, there was reported 200,000 prime and trading volume on OpenSea. So people talk all the time about utility of tokens, uh, velocity. Well, it seems like the community is very interested in, in using Prime and uh, being active with Prime, which is which is great. Yeah, honestly, not too surprised to see that. I think when Prime became eligible for you know bidding and purchasing cards on OpenSea, that was huge. Yeah, it's 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 been fun. I think I remember a few days before the um, the player packs dropped. You know, we saw some influencers on Twitter getting into the game, like Bryant, and um, he went out and bought the token like a couple hours after playing the game for the first time. Right, so it's mm-hmm. really exciting to see that. Um, we've all experienced it in our own way, but seeing others um, kind of just get into the whole ecosystem and have so much excitement around it and just want to learn is is really cool to see. Yeah, that aha moment. That's awesome. And then lastly, speaking of things, you know increasing in volume and, and communications the Planetfall card teasers have really been hitting the timeline um, there's some incredible new art personally my favorite is the small modular reactor that's a it's a badass card one of those action cards that you can tell be really cool to see the live action um, so that that was that was awesome I don't know Goldie you might have you might have a shroud uh favorite <laughs> yeah of, I mean of the new ones <laughs> yeah it's um What's her name? Malia. Malia, I think, Voice of the Gifted. That's a beautiful Shroud card. I mean, they're all beautiful, but I don't know if this one's quite up there with um, with uh, Dimension Shifter um, and Reality Manipulator, which are two of my favorites. Actually, Reality Manipulator is always my favorite, but uh, Malia looks looks unreal, and um, Denzel, Denzel did an amazing job on that card, as always. So yeah, Malia so far from the planet fall cards that have been leaked um, or shared. That's that's yeah, that's my go-to so far. Nice. Yeah. Reality manipulator. One of those fan favorites goes way back. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, so that rounds out community quick hits and uh, we're current on everything that's going on in the world and more will come. So, you know, stay tuned to everything happening in the parallel and echelon universe. Uh, but right now we've, we're, we're very lucky to have a guest with us today to talk about the game. Um, somebody that knows a thing or tor- a thing or two about it. You might have seen him in Discord or VC or even on uh, on live streams before, but uh, it's none other than Mr. Gone. Welcome, Mr. Gone. Hey guys, yeah, thanks for having me. Well, it's exciting to uh, talk to you now, now that the game is out. I'm sure you, uh, as Goldie alluded to, and the rest of the team are really excited about people playing it, getting their hands on it and experiencing it. So I guess maybe we could just talk about that for a second. How how does it feel? Like, how do you feel in the moment? Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, I, it's nice to hear all the sort of positive feedback. Uh, it, it's exciting to finally see people playing and getting their hands on it and like actually having a good time with it. Uh, Cause you're like, you really never know how people are going to feel about it uh, until the game comes out. You know, there's always a fear that people are like, yeah, it's okay or whatever, but it seems like people are, are really into it, which is great uh, for me. I, I, I kind of look at all this stuff that we make and I'm like, all I can see is the stuff that's missing. Hmm. So it's mm-hmm. a little bit tough for me to just 
kind of enjoy it really also we just there's still like a ton of work that we need to do um so i haven't really been able to like really stop and take a second but you know that being said it, it is exciting that it's it's finally out there and that uh, people are are like really giving it a a good go and you know can earn prime and do all that stuff that was promised when we when we first started it's just yeah like i said we want we want 3v3 mode we want tournaments we want all this other stuff in there um and it's not there yet so it's hard for me to be like oh it's you know everything's amazing i'm a pessimist basically that's what i'm trying to say (laughs) perfectionist too right you want to you want to get things done completionist like some of the players trying to get those apparition packs Mm -hmm. that's it yeah, I, I want I want everyone to experience the full glory of the game as it, it exists in my head. Hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, we're, we we this is is like what we've done so far is no small feat, and uh, yeah, you know, it is nice that uh, people are able to play, and the fact that like you know, you mentioned uh, uh, Bryson in your in your uh, at, at the top there, but like the idea that that somebody who you know has maybe heard our name before, but doesn't really know anything about the game, doesn't know much about TCGs. Maybe I, I don't want to make assumptions about his knowledge, but like he, he walked in was like, I, I, you know, tried it and was like, actually, this is amazing. So mm-hmm. like that, that's pretty good. That's pretty fun. Yeah. That's, that's proof. That's proof of uh, all the hard work that you've done is, is paying off. Right. Um, totally. For, for those of you that don't know, uh, Mr. God, obviously he's, uh, critical to the parallel team. Um, uh, but you you haven't always been in game design, so maybe maybe we could talk a little bit about your past, um, and you can be as specific or general as you want. Um, but can you tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself and and maybe where you've come from before Parallel? Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I won't go too too far back, but I, I did grow up playing games of all kinds, uh, mostly Magic and uh, other card games of that era when Magic first took off you know, in the nineties, like I started in the unlimited era of magic. There was a bunch of follow on games, like games that no one's ever heard of anymore. Um, I remember, I think it was upper deck maybe created a game called gridiron, which was like a, a TCG based on, on football. <laughs> uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a game that's since been repurposed into a board game called um, uh, Android Netrunner, which it was a TCG at the time that we used to play a lot uh illuminati was anyway so i I grew up playing all these tcg games um became obsessed with that obsessed with computers uh ended up working in tech for a long time went to university with kalos which is how uh we know each other nice yeah ended up working in tech for a long time spent most of my free time trying to figure out how to make my own game and and mostly board games uh Hmm. not so much computer games um you know, and then fast forward to COVID hitting and uh, we were all playing video games to sort of keep up with one another. And me and Kalos and our buddies were all sort of technologists. And we decided like, hey, we could probably make our own game. Let's just see what it takes. And so obviously, I, you know, they put me in charge of the game design element. And, you know, each of us was kind of like sat down for our specialty. You know, we had some blockchain guys. We had some design guys, uh, some some art guys some you like you name it it was uh, uh our group of friends could kind of do it and so that's how i ended up being involved in parallel and uh how this is really my first uh true attempt at game design that's actually gone out to like the wider world 
That's awesome. And before that, I was making software for lawyers. So, you know, uh, yeah, a very different world. Well, that's incredible. So in those early conversations, did you, did you know that you were talking about Parallel? Was the name there early or, um, yeah, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Uh, the idea for the story existed really, really, really early on. Hmm. Um, Kalos was very big on like, this is the story that we want to tell. And this is like the type of game that I, or not the type of game that I want to make, but like, I want these factions. We didn't know exactly how it was going to round out or what the factions were going to be necessarily, but we, we kind of all decided like, these are the things that we wanted us to, to see this war and like humans evolving and all this stuff. And we kind of fleshed out all the rest of that together. Uh, but Kalos was really the driving factor with like, here's the basic story that I want to tell. And, and from there, like when, when we decided that it was going to be a blockchain game immediately, I was like, okay, well it has to be a card game, you know? Cause like hmm. we, we bandied about a bunch of different ideas, but for me, like it was just a no brainer. It's gotta be a card game. Um, and really quickly we, we sat down together, came up with the, uh, the lore worked on it. And that kind of informed the, the very basics of the card function. So, you know, things like the singularity and all this stuff uh, exist because we decided the shroud was a faction that was going to get sucked into a black hole. You know, <laughs> the Marcolians were militaristic. The Cathari did use cloning. And so obviously that informed the the sort of card game style. And so it, it started with the story really. And then we, uh, I let that kind of inform the design decisions. That's awesome. Um, I, I can remember, you know, when I first was introduced to Parallel way back in, in 2021, it was, you know, I knew that you and, and Kalos had this friendship and that's, you know, you just mentioned that a little bit earlier. How has that been transitioning from, you know, just playing games with your friends to actually working and building, you know, a franchise with your friends? Like, there's got to be some challenges there, I'm sure, but also at the same time, it's so enjoyable to to be on this journey with you know, guys that you've played games with for years, just as friends. So like, can you talk a little bit about that process and that journey? Um, maybe some of the challenges or just some of the things that have made it, you know, truly enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I will say that like, th- this isn't our first uh, uh, venture together, the group of us. And some of us, we met some of uh, the people involved in parallel, some of the founders uh, we met working at other places together. Hmm. So we're not really strangers to working together. And I would say that all of us are, uh, if not business minded, I wouldn't necessarily use that to describe myself, but we all have like a, I mean, this is going to sound terrible. Don't nobody cancel me or whatever, but I think like we're all like kind of slightly on the spectrum a little bit. And all we care about is, is the work. Hmm. Um, And the friendship is important because it, it, it allows for a shorthand when it comes to, how we talk to each other, how we can be like, no, this is shit or whatever. Right. Like mm-hmm. you can't really do that with a coworker, but when you're, when you're friends, it's just like, this is great. This is shit. Like you don't need to explain everything because you right. all kind of know each other a little bit. And so it helps right. speed things along, but it also means that like we've, we've, we're very able uh, because we've worked together before. There've been many instances where Kalos and I have had a conversation where it's just like, if this isn't, you know, if at any point, uh, the you know, so one of us isn't servicing the work, and this goes for 
everybody who works at Parallel. Like, if what you're doing isn't helping the project, like it's just business. There's no hard feelings here. In the same way that like you got to do what's best for the the business and the people that work there, right? Like it's it's different when it's just the the the, the small group of buddies working together. But now we have like sixty some odd people. You know, you can't put anything business wise in jeopardy because like you you're afraid to hurt your your friends' feelings. Like there's people right. with with kids and families mm-hmm. and stuff who like rely on this company to work. Mm-hmm. So like. And I think that we're all kind of able to understand that because we're so work driven just generally. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. There hasn't really been any uh, problems. In fact, sometimes it, it helps diffuse problems. I mean, there have been instances where a few of us will get into arguments and it's just like, if it was a professional thing, you know, we might bite, bite, butt heads forever. Like, no, I'm right. No, I'm right. But there's been a couple of times where I'm just like, look, man, we've been friends a long time. Just trust my judgment. I know what I'm doing, whatever. And the other person will just be like, I don't, I don't love this, but like, you know, you're playing that card. Don't, as long as you don't do it too often, like we're good. And it, it all ends up like just getting, uh, working out for the best or so far anyway, knock on wood. But yeah, no, that's, that's really cool insight. I, I think that's like, for me, at least one of the coolest things is to know that like you're building this amazing franchise. Like you said, you're up to 60 plus individuals, but at the very core, there's this really strong bond of friendship. And so there is that transparency. There is that ability to get shit done, I guess, for lack of better terms. Um, And and like you said, you know, that's the business you guys are in is getting shit done and, and nailing down those tasks. Um, And I just think, I I think it's cool to shed some light on that because I don't think a lot of people maybe on the outside looking in, you know, were aware of that you know, that there was prior history and the friendships are really strong. Um, and I definitely think that's played, played a significant key in, um, the success you guys have had. So yeah, I appreciate the insight there for sure. It's definitely weird, right? Like, (laughs) uh, I never would have thought that we would all just be working together and like, it's, it's actually kind of done an interesting thing where I, I mean, Kalos and I, we still see each other all the time. He lives down the street from me. So it's like, that that'll probably always be the case. But like some of us, we used to hang out a lot more before we worked together. But now because we work together so much, it's like, are we actually just going to spend all of our time together now? (laughs) (laughs) But it's still, it's still like at the end of the day, I I get to like jump on calls with my buddies. So like, you know, yeah, I I can't really complain about it. That's awesome. Well, and it ties back to uh, what you say in the life in parallel pod, right? Uh, There's a lot, there's lots of, stories uh that you tell there but you're telling a story of friendship too totally totally it really it really is like uh and and even some of the people that have come on since that i didn't know uh prior to this venture have become you know really good friends like even even some of the names i'm gonna leave people out so this is not inclusive of everyone that i have become friends with since working (laughs) in parallel but like you know people know uh rebel spy uh, as a name that exists in our discord and like uh he i've been to his house and hung out with his family and he's uh uh you know next week during uh the land he'll be at, at my house and he'll have, he'll have been hanging out with my family and uh you know awesome. we routinely go climbing together whenever there's like a business trip that we're on and and i i i you know he was just like like you goldie he was just somebody who uh was in those clubhouses was like early to the server 
ended up working for us and now we're you know we've become good friends and i imagine that like even if we weren't working together we would still keep in touch so that's really cool no that's awesome yeah it is it is really all about friendship which is amazing yeah so uh we've talked a lot about gaming and um uh you mentioned some of the games you you grew up with would you say that magic the gathering um has been the most influential game in your life aside from parallel or is it is another is it a different game uh maybe not a tcg oh that's tough i mean probably from like a a board game perspective or like physical game perspective magic the gathering has got to be pretty high on that list if not the top um for sure because i like I remember buying my first my, my first starter deck of Magic, and like the only reason I bought it is because like the the art on the box looked like it was like a like a tome, like a, like a wizard's book, and I was like, this looks cool. I have no idea what this is. I don't know how to play this game. I know nothing about it, but I'm interested. Um, and so I, I just straight up I just purchased it, and uh, and then I learned how to play like a year later. Uh, it wasn't until <laughs> I found somebody who actually knew the rules because I wasn't going to read the manual. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, Listeners, and, do and, not do not listen to that. If you're in Discord, yeah. you need to read. Yeah, go read the fact. Go read the facts. Go read the facts, please. Now we have tutorials, though, right? So like, yeah. it's a whole it's a whole different world we live in. But it's um, true. And, but anyway, when I learned that game, I was like, "What the what the hell is this?" I also have to give shout out to uh, a board game called Citadel because it was one of the first games that I had played after playing Catan where I was like, Oh, this is like, there are, are, there's a whole world of games here that I don't even know about. Um, so that one was super interesting to me as well. And then from like a, I don't know, computer game perspective or like digital game perspective, like any, you know, name an NES game. Chrono Trigger is probably one of my favorite games of all time. So like, hmm. that's really uh, influential on, on me. FF seven, the original FF seven, not the remake, uh, really big, uh, for me as well. So yeah, I mean, there's been a number of games. I just love video games. I've, I've always loved video games. Mm. So in that same vein, you've, you've enjoyed video games. You've played, you've played games your entire life. Uh, what's one thing that has surprised you uh, about the art of making a good game? Ooh. Uh, yeah, it's fucking hard, man. Like, <laughs> making games is really hard. I've said this like, countless times to countless people but it's just true uh there's no replacement for time Mm. everyone everyone always 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 is like oh you know x person x studio x whatever has gotten this much money how can they not get all this right how can this not be done on time how can etc etc and it's just like yeah money is is great accelerant but you also need like the talent and the, the, you know, the ideas, the whatever. And you also, sometimes you just need time. Like, uh, you can, you can, uh, make, you can take a, a an idea that it's going to take five years and maybe shave it down to like three years hmm. time in order to get something out. But like, no matter how much money you give me, I wouldn't have been able to make parallel in a day. Right. Like it just, it's just not yep. possible. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like sometimes you, throwing money at the problem isn't isn't a solution and you just need time you kind of have to be patient and also there's a lot of moving parts you know and and that seems obvious you know i've worked in software before so i know what it's like to make software but making games is a little bit of a different story because when you make software really what you're doing is trying to solve a problem it's like 
here is a problem that you have and using this software is going to make your life easier. That's an easy sell. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It almost doesn't matter what it feels like. Obviously, if there's com competition, then you know UI, UX comes into play. But it, imagine you are a monopoly. You're the only one doing instant messaging on the internet, right? You, there's one company. It's the only one company that allows you to talk to somebody else online. doesn't matter what it looks like. Everyone's going to fucking use it, right? Mm -hmm. doesn't mm -hmm. matter. But when it comes to games, what you're saying to people is like, waste your time with me, right? Like the time that you would be used doing things wasted here and like all that matters there is like what the experience is like and mm -hmm. so that's a different mindset you know and a lot of people walk into it myself included and, and me and my buddies and and whatever we're just like yeah we've made software before we can do this right but it, it it's it's a vastly different mindset to go into when you're like no actually you really 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 have to tailor the experience as well as the you know the gameplay and all the other stuff that goes into to making something like this and it's not mm -hmm. It's a way more in depth than you would expect when when you when you first started. Or at least it was for me. When you know, I've been listening to you talk about building this game for a couple of years now, and it's always so exciting because to me, it's like I think about your journey, and I think about this is kind of like, and you just kind of spoke about it in terms of product development. It, it's like a battle that's never truly won or lost. It's like when you build something that people like, they're going to come back to you and say, well, this could be better. Why didn't you do this, that, or the other? And then when you fuck something up or you do something wrong, it's like, okay, well, you know you can be better and you still have to deal with the feedback and everything else. So like, how do you, how do you find that balance um, knowing that like, you know, you've come out with this amazing game, everyone's loving it. But like you said earlier, like, man, this is just scratching the surface of what I truly want people to experience. So like, how do you keep yourself motivated um, and continuing to grind, you know, when you've already done so much and it's already been a couple of years and like, you know what I mean? Like, it seems to me like it's kind of a battle that's never truly won or lost and you still have to find that motivation every day. How do you find it? Yeah. I mean, for me, it just, again, goes down to the, comes down to the time thing. Like, I know that the limiting factor for us doing what we, or at least for, for me doing what, what I want to do and showing people like the best version of this game isn't, isn't that we can't do it or that we, uh, you know, we missed something or there was a mistake or whatever. It's just like our goal is to get a game into people's hands at a given period of time. And like, we were going to meet that goal uh, almost no matter what. Right. Like barring anything insane, we were going to meet that goal and then improve upon the game. So like it would be different if we put something out there and then someone was just like, hey, why doesn't it do this? And 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 I was sitting there scratching my head being like, fuck, I completely missed this. Right. Like it's not that for mm -hmm. me. It's like, OK, we have these modes designed and all we need is more time to implement them. And so long as the game survives long enough for us to do that, which, uh, you know, I feel like it will, um, mm -hmm. it'll get there. Right. So that's what, that's, what's motivating me is just like, people are having fun. Um, imagine how much more fun you could have if we had this and if we had that, and if we mm -hmm. had this other thing. Um, and so that, that's really motivating to me because like it can only get better uh, at this point. Uh, of course I, I, you know, I'm not, like, I don't have the hubris to say, like, we'll never fucking make a mistake or there isn't going to be a time when somebody points something out to me and I'm like, oh, shit, I never thought about that. Like, <laughs> that will happen. But, like, as long as most of the stuff that people are complaining about are things that I've already thought about, I'm like, okay, we're good. 
you know, even the, some of the balancing stuff that I've heard. Uh, I'll give you an example, right? Some people are talking about artifact appraiser in a Cathari deck because the Cathari has a zero cost, mm-hmm. um, uh, a zero cost artifact. So you can get like a three, three, a turn one. And that like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's some balancing to be done there for sure. But like, ultimately, it's not so terrible. Like, we're talking about niche cases and, and or maybe not that niche, but someone's like, well, the next best three, three it allows you to, you know, when it dies, it goes to your opponent's bank. And I'm like, yeah, but that's one card. It doesn't require you to have, you know, a bunch of stuff in your opening hand. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so in those instances, I'm like, we can adjust that for sure. But like, it's not like that. Those situations aren't unwinnable. The game isn't completely uh, borked if, if you, if you get there in the beginning. Right. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of fine with all of that. I, I should also mention that like, when it comes to some of this stuff, there are changes to cards that weren't able to make it into uh, the current beta. Mm-hmm. So, like as an example, Wong, um, his ability is complete is going to be completely different uh, in an upcoming release, like completely different than what it is in the game. Nice. Uh, but we just we we ran out of time. Like we wanted people to play the game, and like mm-hmm. you can you can whittle away until something's perfect, but like in my eyes, it'd probably never be perfect. So at a point, you just got to be like, well, let's put it out there and make the changes we want later. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, what motivates me is like, we still have, as long as I still have time and energy and, and runway and all this stuff to make the game better, like, let's do it. Awesome. So speaking of runway, people should just send ETH to MrGon.eth, right? That's... <laughs> yeah 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 that's that that's like my my personal patreon if you want me to stay <laughs> if you want me to stay motivated and, and and continue on the changes that i was just talking about yeah uh, that's the that's the best way that's i'm gonna, I'm gonna start yeah. yeah i'm gonna start holding late night uh i don't i mean I'm, I'm dating myself here again but there used to be these things these like telethons on tv where like there'd be a bunch of people oh, on yeah. telephones in the background and be like call in and donate and whatever <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna start some late night parallel telethons there you go stuff. Send me some ETH. <laughs> all, you peop- all you people complaining about artifact appraiser, here's your chance. This is yeah. this is it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. jo- jokes aside, can can we talk about maybe your favorite card in game and your favorite card art? And and obviously you're gonna have a lot. Um, but if you had to choose. Oh, that's interesting. I think my favorite card art maybe is hijack okay uh yeah because it just like it tells a story in a loop you know it's like so simple but it's like you know exactly what's happening there mm. uh which is a lot of fun to me um and then i also i like i love the pls obviously uh, i also really like black market fixers a fun pl as well very like blade runner ish yeah uh, which is a, a property that I, that i love um but let's think about it here my favorite card maybe mercenary gunslinger like it's so simple and like so basic but at the same time it's it always feels good when you're when you're able to play it and take out another unit like it's mm-hmm. so satisfying mm-hmm. um so I, I i just i love when i can when i can throw one of those down and get max value yeah, and going back to that reference about the the football TCG from the '90s, yeah. even a meathead like me can understand how to use mercenary gunslinger. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's 
it's simple but again satisfying which i think that's like the best design you can have absolutely i really like what you said about hijack and the story it tells in the perfect loop like the perfect loops are so seamless and so smooth and i know we saw a couple for planet fall so some of the planet fall cards that were leaked um, earlier in august had some perfect loops that were so fire and um you know, one of the things that I comment on a lot with with the cards, like the static ones at least, is like the illusion of movement, how these artists are so good at showing the movement without the card moving. So these perfect loops just take things to another dimension. And I mean, I, I've never seen something like that where you can play cards that actually move. Like, I just think that that whole concept of the perfect loop is unreal. And yeah, I remember when Hijack dropped, it was a chase card for Paraset and... Um, just really, really sick to see to see how 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 much people love that one. That, I wasn't expecting that answer from you, but I really liked it. That was a good one. That was a gem. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm also like everyone else. I I I mean, it's I get to see them a little bit earlier, but I'm the same way as as like all the people who are interested in the game when they see new art, they're like, oh, this is crazy. I'm like, I'm the same way. In our Slack channel, when when the artists drop. I mean, I get to see the process. They do like sketches mm -hmm. and they say, does this fit the card that you designed? And we kind of go back and forth sometimes. But when I when I see the ideas that they have and what they've kind of put together, it it's I get the same feeling. I'm like, oh my God, these guys. And I think that um, Planetfall is going to be even better because uh, I mean, A, it's a story of war. So like hmm. a lot of the stuff, the cards you're going to see are cards in the midst of war, which is um, really amazing. And just seeing what I've seen so far of the set. It's like, I, I, I mean, I don't want to like uh, play favorites here, but I actually think it's probably better than the base set, the art. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. So, so, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, dealing with the highs and the lows of, you know, publishing a game it being out in beta, knowing there's still so many things you want to add, so many things are coming out. If you had the chance, if you could tell people playing parallel one thing, right, as they're getting ready to dive in, what would you what would you want to tell them aside from get good? Yeah. <laughs> what, what would I tell people playing parallel? The one thing. OK, I'll tell this is what I would tell you right now. If it was today, people getting into the beta like everyone with with all of your um you know, card game experience and knowledge and, uh, you know, you people may, may even think that they know what the current meta is. Like, nobody knows shit right now. And that, <laughs> in, in, that includes me, you know, like there, there, there's so many times already that we've we've gone through testing phases where people do stuff with the cards. And I'm like, holy shit, I had no idea uh, that this was even possible. And ever like there I still I get messages from people currently that like think they've got it all figured out and I'm like no you don't just wait <laughs> you know just wait because it's yeah. like whatever you think it's it's not it yet like give it some time wait until we hit like true critical mass and we get like all of, like the, the the fucking crazy card game heads in there not that the people who are in right now aren't uh, insanely knowledgeable or or you know may know a thing or two about card games but like it won't even hold a candle to when like the real sort of like team mind comes into it and like everyone's kind of thinking together about how to like really exploit stuff, then we'll, we'll really see what the meta looks like and, and like cool. what cards have answers or not. Mm. So what you're saying is for the plebs like me that are grinding silver and gold, get good. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, just just keep going, man. Just keep going. It's crazy uh, to me how how, how many games have already been played though. That's like, I don't know. That's unfathomable. There's some people who have played more parallel than I have in like two days. Basically. Yeah, I mean maybe not quite, but like it it feels that way. Well, yeah, it, the number I remember the number for closed alpha that first weekend in March was my mind was blown about the number of games that were played and betas blown that number out of the water. And um, like you said, reaching critical mass and having more of the experienced TCG players get involved and and start messing around with decks and stuff. Yeah. It's like, it seems to me like there's so much flexibility and opportunity and just like the number of different combinations that you can do. It's a little overwhelming at first. Obviously, I'm not coming from a TCG background, so it was a little overwhelming at first. But then once you get over that hurdle, it's like then you actually enjoy the expansiveness of it all. Just the the way you can go through each of the different cards and look at, okay, is this a cool combo that I like? How can I build a deck around this? And I remember a lot of the the streams from... Uh, you know, guys like Orphan, you know, like how, what's the best way to like start building a deck? Like, I truly believe that's really one of the most enjoyable parts is to just find that parallel that you're attracted to and start looking at some cool combos with some of the cool cards that you really like. Right. Um, and it seems like with what you guys have built here, there's so much opportunity to do that. And that's without even really starting to dig into the lore. So yeah, I, I enjoy wasting valuable time um, playing this game. It's 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 been a lot of fun, and I look forward to uh, wasting a lot more hours playing as time goes on, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, waste your time with us for sure. <laughs> well, uh, Mister God, thank you for the time. We've got one more question for you before we kind of wrap things up, but uh, and we're we're wrapping up the year here. But usually we ask, you know, what about Parallel gets you most excited in twenty twenty three? And uh, maybe, maybe 2024. Uh, what gets me most excited? The fucking money, man. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, uh, I, I think that uh, I'm just most excited for, for, well, personally, I'm most excited for people to like truly break the game. Like we were just talking about, like, hmm. I really can't wait until someone finds something that I had no idea was going to happen and, and like completely destroys things to a point where we have to just like alter a card or whatever like that that gets me the most excited i actually get super jazzed when when that stuff happens but also just from a from a wider range of things like i'm I'm excited for the stuff that we mentioned for tournaments to make its way into the game for the store to make its way into the game and I, i mean i joke about money but the store is not just about that like we're gonna have new skins for the paragons we're gonna have new emotes for the paragons we're gonna have a bunch of other customization options in the game so that's super exciting and then yeah 3v3 for me like if we can get that going mm. that will be the most exciting thing nice i think today just because like you know traditionally card games are very solitary and to, to be able to play like with two of your friends not against your friends but with mm-hmm. your friends is going to be uh an interesting experience and like i i personally don't even know what it's going to play out like yet so i'm uh mm. i'm looking forward to giving it a try that's awesome. It all comes back to friendship, right? <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Got to play with friends, man. That's that's the only way. Mm. Well, uh, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. We know you're really busy. Um, and uh, we're glad that we got to grab a little bit of your time to talk about Parallel, which we're, we're both really excited about. So thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was, uh, this was fun.
for all you listeners out there, uh, check us out. We'll be uh, coming back here soon and uh, check out the Prime Wiki for any news related to Parallel and Echelon here in the future. And uh, we'll see you in the queue. Peace, guys. 